0: there's a certain irony in today's worship setting right now we've been in a sermon series that covers the mission priorities of First Covenant Church that as God's people we connect we grow and we go today's focus and the preparations had all been aiming towards the theme of worship connecting through God in worship that we worship Both individually that's part of what worship is but worship is also something that we do together and that's actually one of the primary tasks of the church is to gather in worship and glorify the Lord together today obviously we're tested in that idea and in that reality you see we're not physically together in the same place this morning we're at home social distancing and trying to prevent the spread of a virus through our community and we want to acknowledge that that's a really important task what we are doing is something important for our neighbors and our community but we also want to acknowledge that it feels like the opposite of what the church is supposed to do and so today we have two sermon texts one of them is from Psalm 95 But I want to begin with a text from Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. It says this, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. You read that passage, and it appears clear that only part of that seems possible on a day like today. On the bright side, technology allows us to be encouragers even when we're not in the same place as someone else. And I hope you'll take advantage of the fact that we have that technology today, that Hebrews calls us to encourage one another. I would invite you to call, to text, to send a message, to email, to Skype, to FaceTime, to Instagram post, however you want to get the word out, to encourage someone who needs a good word today. You see, someone who needs to know that God is alive and has not given us a spirit of fear. There is hope. Packed into these words in Hebrews, hope for our, that our words and our deeds of encouragement reveal the good news of Jesus Christ and the expectation and excitement of his return. And God has given us the power to change by our words. A simple call or a message could mean the difference between discouragement and a day of brightness and hope. That's a lot of power. And God has given that power to you and me with our words. Today, let's recognize and let's be a people of courage and encouragement because of our great God. But we should also recognize the problem for us of the passage today. We can spur one another on with our words of encouragement. But we're not physically together. It says, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. And it appears that we have given up meeting together today. But of course, we know this isn't a habit that we're going to be in. This is just a blip on the radar. But in our circumstance, I'm reminded of uh, some believers halfway around the world and their circumstances. The story of these believers is that, and it's not uncommon in many parts of the world, that they're only able to gather in twos or threes together, typically in the dark of night or in shadowy rooms in order to worship. And when they gather in these worship settings, you would think that they would have a spirit of fear, but instead they have a spirit of joy and excitement, even though there's danger in gathering together to worship the Lord with others and to study his word together. On one particular occasion, these believers had an opportunity to come together and have about a dozen people worshipping together in the same room in some level of freedom, and they were overjoyed with the experience. They were in heaven to be able to be in a room with that many believers, something they had not experienced before. You see, we're blessed to be able to follow the words of Hebrews regularly. Week in and week out, we have the freedom to come together and the privilege to come together and sing and pray together in unity and in one place physically together. This week, we have an opportunity to count as a blessing what we miss and to thank God for that. But I wanna bring one more upside uh, into this message today from Psalm 95 verses 6 and 7, as we think about what we're thankful for, even when we're missing being together. And that is Psalm 95, verses 6 and 7, give us this admonition. It says, come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. This psalm is based on the idea that God is our creator and sustainer. God is the maker of all things and worship of that God, our creator and sustainer, is a matter of physical posture. It recognizes that. The very word worship literally means to bow down or or prostrate or kneel. But behind this, we recognize that worship is actually not simply a physical posture, that's important, but worship is a posture of the heart towards God. King David worshipped God on good days and bad days. The disciples worshipped Jesus Christ when they were in freedom and when they were in bondage. The Apostle Paul went through all kinds of circumstances and worshipped God in all kinds of Circumstances throughout his life, praising and worshiping God in good health and in bad circumstances. And it tells us something about worship. You see, worship isn't something that ignores what's going on around us. Because right now, we're in a climate where there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of anxiety. And we acknowledge that in worship. But we also recognize the reality that worship of God has been done at all times, in all circumstances. And when we come to God in worship, worship lifts the heart upward to God, not to the circumstances of fear. Our heart in worshiping God proclaims that God is my God and I am the sheep of his pasture and he cares for me. But I want to add one more thing even when we're apart the Holy Spirit still has the power to use our worship to unite us together as his people as the church we exist as one gathered by that Holy Spirit and that means that all worshipers of God are united together when we sing and praise God when we do good work And encourage one another we worship the same God with the same words and spirit as the psalmist as the disciples as the Apostle Paul as those believers in darkened rooms halfway around the world and as our brothers and sisters around this city this morning in their homes whether in their PJs with their cup of coffee or dressed and ready for the day we worship the same God gathered by the same spirit and the psalmist tells us come let's worship and bow down to that God today. Hebrews says, let us spur one another on toward love and good deeds. There's a lot of worship, love, and good deeds ahead of us this week. Let us worship today and not fear, for our God is not a God of fear. We are the flock under his care. And my encouragement to you today is to worship the Lord many times, sing out loud, study alone, share the word with your family, enjoy the blessings of the Lord today because they surround you. And worship God because of those blessings around you, even in the midst of fear and trial and difficulty and uncertainty. May the spirit of God's peace, God's shalom, God's best be yours today. Amen.